Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of Remotely Effective, the show where we talk about working from home, working in distributed teams, and how we can do so more efficiently. My name is Thomas Lattimore, and I have been working from home full time for almost six years. During this time of working in distributed teams, I have learned a lot about what it takes to have longevity in working remote, whether that's working um, with different teams distributed across multiple offices or working with a team of people that are all working from home. Uh, It could be multiple different scenarios. And my goal with starting this podcast is to share my thoughts and experiences and trials and failures and the things that I feel like I have learned through all that. Uh, Sometimes this show may be a really tight format, touching on maybe a process I've refined or I've worked out over time. In other episodes, it may be more lighthearted and laid back, sharing more uh, funny stories or anecdotes that I've experienced over the years of doing this. I thought the best way to start out this podcast would be getting into why would you even want to work remotely? I mean, Tons of companies now, especially when you look at uh, the real big players in the tech industry like Facebook and Google and Microsoft, they, they strive really hard to have these hip office environments with slick cafes and, and free food and all the, the Red Bulls you can drink or whatever. So why work from home? Why choose to work in an environment that you're, you yourself are responsible for? Why distribute your team across geographic locations instead of investing uh, lots of money and energy into a central office? Uh, in this episode, it's gonna be, I'm going to uh, by no means present an exhaustive list of why it is important to allow your team to work in a distributed environment or maybe if you're someone that's currently working in an office that is considering working from home. I'm going to be touching on a few different reasons why it can be really beneficial. And the first and biggest one, and probably the reason that a lot of companies start hiring remote, is that it doesn't lock you into the talent in your region. So whether you're in a big city or your office location is more rural, you know, out maybe in a part of the country that doesn't have a real... Uh, life in it in whatever industry you're in. It doesn't lock you into just hiring the talent or asking people to relocate to the geographic area that your company is located or that you have offices located. And in my experience, uh, in addition to expanding the availability that you can hire. It also increases the depth of experience and knowledge of people you can hire. Because in order to get real experience on the job, real solid working experience, that takes time. That takes putting the effort in, 
putting uh, the many times months and years into the job to really gain the knowledge and expertise, especially when you're in a field uh, like uh, software development or something tech related. But many times with those years of experience comes more commitments than it comes, you know, some cases a family and a mortgage and social commitments and more ties to the community that you live in that make it less enticing to want to relocate to another part of the country or to another country altogether. Even just in average, you know, remote position to receive, you know, three, four, five, six hundred applications. And a lot of those will be ones that, you know, uh, aren't necessarily relevant, but a huge percentage of them will be ones that you'll be able to consider for the job in many cases. Um, Working from home also offers your team better flexibility to create uh, the work environment that they enjoy. So if you have people on your team that are really social, that like to maybe get that office environment, maybe get that social interaction day to day, uh, they can go out to cafes and coffee shops and, and go to co-working spaces and get out and work in the way that best suits them. And for any of your team that maybe are more introverted or, or really like solitude while getting the work done, they can develop that really isolated um, or uh, um, quiet office, office environment in their home um, that works best for them to get the job done. Let your team work the way that works best for them rather than trying to uh, shoehorn all these different types of workflows into your office environment. Uh, it also doesn't waste your team's time in a commute. Uh, commuting is not healthy. Uh, one study by the American Journal of Preventative Medicine um, indicated that a commute as short as 10 miles uh, can raise your blood pressure. And I think uh, many of us know what it's like to have to commute in uh, you know, a city of, of any moderate size that has bad traffic and you know, during rush hour, everybody's in a hurry and cutting each other off and it's just not enjoyable. And in addition to that, it takes a lot of your, um, a lot of the, your employees and your, your team's time you know, it can, it can easily take, in, in some cases, 5, 10, 15 hours a week in a commute. You know, that, that's, that's time that your, your team could, in some cases, be working on your projects. Or it could be time that they could be doing activities outside their work and re-energizing and allowing their brain to refresh for the next workday and not be bogged down by a long commute. And working from home can allow your team to be uh, more productive in some cases. Uh, open office environments are really popular these days um, because they allow uh, you to fit more employees into uh, a, a given work environment. It can be more cost-effective to fit a number of bodies in a room. And I know people try and sell it as like, oh, it's more collaborative for people to, you know, look across the desk at another uh, person. Uh, 
I don't have to walk around the cubicle or walk around to someone's office. You know, it creates this nice energy, this collaborative environment. But the real reason is, is that it's just, it's more cost effective to have desks rather than desks inside cubicles. And office, open office environments rather aren't all bad. They can lead to, to, you know, more collaboration, more interaction, but many times they just lead to more distractions. And if you've ever worked in an open office environment, one thing that is always common is that when you look around a room, you're going to see at least some percentage of people working with their headphones on, blocking out the noise, blocking out other distractions. But even with headphones, it's still easy to develop habits of like going and interrupting a colleague while they're, they're head down in work. Or maybe if, if you uh, are walking through another part of the building, just ducking into someone's office to ask them a quick question that wasn't urgent, that wasn't time sensitive. When we work from home, we have more control over these types of systems and we can use things like do not disturb and slack and closing our email when we want to really get work done so that we can develop the workflow that works best for us. There have been several studies that have shown that employees are just not as productive in open office environments. They get distracted. There's just so much going on. In many cases, these are huge rooms that are completely open that are just a sea of desks with sound panels on the ceiling and surge protectors on the floor. Working from home allows you to focus with less interruptions. Uh, For the first few years of my career, I split my time between an office and home. And though there was a lot of benefit going to an office, there was some great collaboration, great camaraderie that happened during that time. Most weeks, the real deep work that I got done, the most lines of code I got written were on the days that I was working from home, not the days that I was in the office. And that wasn't because I invested where I was at, uh, I was working longer hours at home. It wasn't the case at all. It's because I was able to focus in an uninterrupted fashion for hours at a time. So I encourage you, if you're someone who maybe feels frustrated, you know, maybe you're working in an open office environment right now, Um, you um, maybe aren't happy with how things are going, maybe talk to your team about starting to have a work from home day or splitting your time between the office and working from home somehow. And if you're a manager or an employer and you're having trouble finding talent, finding people to fill the positions, start to think about ways that you can implement processes and changes in your workflow, changes in how you do work day to day that would allow for people on your team to be integrated outside of your geographic location, outside your office, 
whether that be uh, across the state, across town, maybe to the other side of the country. In the last six years, working from home has allowed me to really enjoy my work. It's allowed me to not get burnt out on a commute and a drabby drive to the office. And I know a lot of people do that. It's not the end of the world. There's a lot of bigger things to complain about. Overall, I feel very blessed to be able to do what I do for a living as a software developer and be able to do it for as long as I have now. But I am thankful that I have been able to do it full time from home for as long as I have. And it doesn't come without its hardships. And that's what I'm going to get into in later episodes. But today, I just wanted to start this podcast off really just talking about how great working from home can be. Offer such flexibility, such good benefits. In my opinion, it is one of the biggest benefits you can give your team above whatever special software you might have or special perk you may have in the office allowing your team to work in the way that best suits them. Maybe that is an office. Maybe it's an office part of the time and at home part of the time. But whatever it is, allowing them that flexibility is one of the greatest benefits you can provide people on your team. It also can can convey a sense of trust, a uh, um, sense of autonomy to people that you work with on your team, that you're not looking over everybody's shoulders, can decrease the amount of social pressure, which does present its difficulties at times. And again, we'll get into that in later episodes. If you don't currently offer work from home options for the people on your team, I highly recommend you do so. Or maybe you even need to consider it for yourself. For those that work from home already, take some time to just reflect on how enjoyable it can be at times. It has its difficulties for sure. But more than that, I think that it is a real blessing at times. I don't want to get too deep deep beyond that. So I think that'll be a wrap for this episode. In later episodes, I'll be getting into more practical stuff, not as, not as he- heady and deep as I did in this one. And we'll see where it goes. That's it for me. Again, this is Thomas Lattimore.